Yeah! Wow! I mean, happy MLK Day to everybody out there, but Al, I would be remiss if I did not start with this. It was June in 2022, about seven months ago. Mm-hmm. Brandon Staley, the current head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. The history of this team when I got here, it was like something's gonna someone's gonna get hurt. They're gonna blow a lead. Something catastrophic is gonna happen. There's this chargering, and there's all these external factors that I know in my life, they're just all excuses. They're just all excuses. And so, all right, well, how do you change that? Well, you have to do things different. You have to have a different approach. L O L Brandon Staley. Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen, stay. Are you kidding me? Amen, Look, brother. I want to talk about your weekend. I want to talk about your steak. I we want to talk about Taylor going to Sacramento. Three hours and I, 15 I, minutes. We got, we got a got lot plenty of, of time. Plenty of time. 12, please. Three hours and 12 minutes. We've got all of these things to get to, but are you kidding me, Al? That, that, the chargering of it all. The, that the Chargers did that. That they had a plus five turnover margin that they had a 27 point lead with two minutes to go in the second quarter and that the chargers are home after losing to jacksonville mm. is the chargeriest charger thing ever uh, listen <laughs> i almost get a little offended when you call it chargering because i'm like no no that's san diego's label of we still own that that's, that's ours Fair. that's not la's la Fair. they kind of got a fresh start here um, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. I, I really honestly do not know what to tell you. 27 to nothing. Um, I sent out a tweet saying, uh, well, this isn't going as planned. I think it was like 17 to nothing. This isn't going as planned. And then, you know, there was like 11 people that responded because that's how many people there are in L.A. that root for the Chargers. And we're like, yeah, what do you think of that, Al? Bro, that is just unbelievable how many things is have it? to go the other way. To me, it, it is unbelievable. If it happened to the 49ers or if it happened to the Bills or it happened to r- really any team that wasn't the Chargers, I'd be with you. I disagree. This is, this is what they do. I disagree. You got to step back and really truly appreciate five turnovers to nothing. No, I, I, was, I saw it. 27 to nothing. I saw that too. You have to really... The Chargers didn't Ow. have a turn. It's not like, <laughs> hey, bam, bam, they and, scored, and then here's a quick pick six. And nobody got hurt. It's not like Herbert got knocked out of the no, game or anything no, like that. No, 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 no. This execution was, <laughs> so hold his team was calm, cool, and collective <laughs> all the way through. This breakdown was calm, cool, and collective Look, all the way through. I get it. It's, we've never seen a 5-0 turnover margin where the team with five loses. That that had never happened in the That's, playoffs before. My there mind was something like, like 100. It's like one. 258 and two in the history of the NFL with a plus five turnover margin. But out what you know this better than anybody. I, I shouldn't have to explain this to you. Yep. The very moment it happened, it yeah. was like, hey, of these ten Charger losses, where does this rank? You can't do that with other teams. Only the Chargers can have a 27 point lead, blow it with a 5-0 turnover margin, mm-hmm. have your head coach and quarterback make a series of just inexplicably mm. bad decisions mm. and have it be like, yeah, that might not have been the worst one they've ever had. <laughs> Only the Chargers can have that explanation. I, it, was, I, it was amazing. Can I give you just a couple moments in the game as it's all kind of unfolding, right? It's, um, you know, it's 27-7 at half, but you're still like, okay, this game's over. 
And then, in my opinion, I'll just give you my perspective, right? 27 to 7, it's like, all right, this game's over. Because it's not much, it's not like the Chargers have to really do much. You just got to run the clock. You got to make sure that Austin Eckler maybe touches the ball more than seven times in the second half. You got to make sure that any plays that you run, it's a kind of a running clock mentality. Okay, if we're going to throw the ball, let's just go get five yards. The clock just keeps running. That kind of thing. <laughs> and when, when it starts, it starts kind of going the other way. And it, it's so great how the TV is <laughs> still panning. Funny. It happened TV, two days ago, and it's still funny. Trav, it's so, it's so great how the TV is panning, and it's showing Staley, yep. and it's showing Doug Peterson. And yep. It's kind of going back and forth. And you got one coach. I'm not kidding. Maybe this is just me from my perspective. You got one coach who is so confident about every single thing he's doing, even though they're down ex- as many points as they are. And you got the other coach, he looks so flustered. Yes. He's kind of just walking the sidelines. His eyes are wide, and he's kind of doesn't really know where to move, what to go. And then you got Doug Peterson like, okay, cool, so fourth and one on this one. Yeah, we're going to pretend like we're going up the gut. We're actually going to go around the side. Um, you know what, did Bosa just throw his helmet down? Cool. You know what, let's go for two on this one so that if we eventually get another shot here, we're actually going to go for the win. Win, not the tie. I mean, just zero hesitation. The difference between it was a clinic. Doug Peterson versus Brandon Staley, an absolute clinic for the final 30 <laughs> minutes of that game. It, it was. And it was, like you said, to blow a 27 point lead, which they did. Something extraordinary has to happen typically, right? The, the other team has to start throwing interceptions or fumbles or have uh, an a, injury like an, you said. an injury mm-hmm. or the team that's trailing has to return a punt for a touchdown or a kick for a touchdown or a pick six or something that where you score really quickly and unexpectedly. None of that happened. None. It was just galling, shocking blatant coaching malpractice that led to that loss. This was not a, hey, listen, that was a really bad thrower. That ball squeezed out. It was a series, like you just said, over the course of about an hour and 45 minutes, the second half, a series of decisions that made you go, what the hell are they doing? What the hell is he doing? Somebody tackle him. Somebody stop him. Somebody, there needs to be some sort of coaching intervention to get him to stop doing this. They ran the ball eight times in the second half. They should have run it virtually every play. Sure. When they would pass it, they were pushing the ball down the field. Uh, okay. Incompletions. And oh, by the clock way, they're stops. snapping the ball with like 18 seconds left oh on the play clock. Play, play clock's running. If you do nothing other than just run that play clock down mm-hmm. to four or five seconds each time, mm-hmm. you've just burned off another three or four minutes of time doing nothing. We, this is the only coach I've ever... There's been a lot of bad coaches in the NFL. A lot of them, mm-hmm. right? I've never run into a coach who, by if you wouldn't just didn't have a coach, you would win games. <laughs> just, just leave him home and you would win games. Just don't even get on the plane. Just stay over the... Don't, no, 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 no. We got this. Just do, do nothing. Last year, go to the playoffs. Yep. Do Run Austin yep. Eckler into the butt of the center mm-hmm. three times in a row every time, and they probably win that game. Run that play clock down to three or four seconds every single time, and you probably win that game. It was... It, I, I know I use this phrase occasionally. Yeah. It is coaching malpractice. It's one of those things that is inexcusable. And I can't wait to hear Charger fans try to defend this. 877-710-ESPN. Okay. Let, me, let, me, let me say this. <clears throat> his resume right now is he's got two years under his belt as the coach 
of the Los Angeles Chargers. And in one year, the one thing people took away from last season is, Staley, you cost your squad a, a playoff spot. Yes. And in the second year, Staley, you have one of the worst blown leads in the history of playoff football. You were a team that everybody expected with the talent that you have. Forget even, you know, it's so easy to kind of look at that game and say, all right, hey, is it a coin flip before the game starts? <laughs> but that's not how the game played out. You did. You were up 27 to nothing. I'm looking at uh, Trevor Lawrence's stats. It's mm-hmm. so funny to see four touchdowns, four interceptions. <laughs> When really do you see you had both? When you, can, can I give you an example? Can I uh, let's use NBA as an example? Imagine a team that has twenty five turnovers and the other team has four, <laughs> and the team with four ends up winning. Imagine in baseball, one team's got five errors and right. the other team does not have one error, and the team with five errors wins. Like you can't. We don't see these enough in sports. This <laughs> is a box score it, that should be laminated. It, it, it doesn't right. happen often. Should hang in the Louvre. It just, just for a <laughs> masterpiece on what not to do, like the play the call sheet. That's awesome. it, just hang it up. What there. is that? It's the Mona Lisa. You guys, you guys, what is that right there? <laughs> That's Saturday night, Jacksonville versus the Chargers. It's Brandon Staley's play sheet from when how to turn a twenty-seven point lead with thirty-two minutes of football left into a thirty-one to thirty or a thirty. What was the final score? Thirty-one thirty. Thirty-one thirty. Yeah, thirty-one right? thirty. Okay, we, we got a lot to get to, and I want Charger fans to get in on this eight seven. Seven, seven, 10, Where are you going to get them? Have your parents call in or something. <laughs> we'll make them up. Um, there, there was a moment where you went. At least for me, you, yeah. you said when it was twenty-seven to nothing, mm-hmm. it, it's over. I, 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 that was really close for me. But there was another moment where you're like, uh oh, there, there. Now all of a sudden, the game's back in play. I didn't want to jinx it. Now all of a sudden, because I, I don't have the Charger feels like you do. Yeah. But I'm, it just got to that point where you're like, hey, this is a game again. All of a sudden. This is not just a intellectual exercise to see how close they can get it or maybe cover. There's real pressure now on the other side. Now, all of a sudden, the pressure has flipped to the other side, mm-hmm. and it was glorious, and they did exactly what the Chargers have done. Now, does Brandon Staley come back, I think, mm-hmm. is the big question. Um, there's a group of people that are saying no, and there's a group of people that are saying yes, and the people that are saying he should come back are really interesting to me. That's coming I'll, I'll up help next. you understand that. Or I'll, I'll help you answer that question as well. You got it. We're doing it next. Plus your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So 
You guys know when I knew the game was over? So I knew the game was over when NBC came back from a bump from break with Yellow Card playing. And Yellow Card is the pride of Jacksonville, Florida. And I was like, this is when I knew the Jaguars were coming back. So that's my little that's a band? two cents. Yes, it's a band. They're currently playing behind what you're hearing with my voice. This is Yellow Card? Yes, this is Yellow like Card. Like in soccer? Word. Yeah, so actually that's what the the band's name is from. They were, they were used to be like, when they were at parties... Like a, a party foul, and their group of friends would be called a yellow card, and so then they made their band's name Yellow Card. Walmart. When did the When did the promo play? What point in the game? Um, it was like right three. after they. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was right after they scored the first touchdown the, after the Jacksonville. Yeah. So that that was kind of the point where, and Slee, don't think I've forgotten about your stake. I'm gonna get to that. So oh, no, I know we'll, people I'm were excited, but I, I'm yeah. I'm proud of you for giving it an effort. I've seen far worse, but you you were set up to fail by yourself. We, we got round, talk about round two now, coming apparently. soon. Round two. Oh yeah. Soon. Well, basically, I am an influencer. <laughs> we'll get to that as well. I don't know if you saw my influencing happening this weekend, but we'll talk about that too. Um, they are up twenty-one to nothing. Right? No, wait. It's 27-0. Right. No, so it's 24 to nothing. It's 24 to nothing, and they're on like the six-yard line. They're getting ready to go in again. Mm -hmm. They're getting ready to make it 31 to nothing, and it's a third-down play, and Herbert throws a really bad ball to Keenan Allen, just misses him over the top. It's way too high. Is this the punt? Yes. Okay. Where they recovered the ball, and they're set up. It's like, okay, they're going to go up 31 to nothing before the half. This thing is literally over. They don't score a touchdown. Herbert just makes a bad throw. Misses Allen in the back, way too yep. high. Yep. Not a good throw. By the way, you think maybe having Mike Williams down in the short red zone might have made a difference? I don't know. <laughs> just seems like having a receiver that's nine feet tall that can jump like Mike. It just seems like a player you might like. What do I know? They kick a field goal to go up twenty-seven to nothing. There's mm-hmm. like two minutes to go in the game. That point, you're like, you know, they really should have had a touchdown. Not that I thought they're going to lose. I'm not saying that. I know what you're saying. But you're not cashing it in. Not. When Jacksonville put a touchdown on the board before the end of the half, and mm-hmm. twenty seven, because a twenty point lead is a big problem, but it's not over. It's not over. Right. Thirty one to, to nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. is over. Twenty seven to seven is not over. And again, I'm not saying I knew what was going to happen next. Actually, happened next, but it was still it, interesting. It, to it you. wasn't over yet. It was. Hey, let's see what happens in these first ten minutes of the third quarter. Whatever the case is, you know, it's it's funny you say the Mike Williams thing. We, we gave, and a lot of people gave Brandon Staley a lot of, you know what, for his decisions in that final game against the Denver Broncos. I actually wasn't even thinking of the Mike Williams thing as an issue on Saturday. For me, it was, look, you got some big boys in the AFC that you're going to have to face down the road. And if he's out two to three weeks, it means Mike Williams not going to be there for that Buffalo game, or if you're going to face KC, or if you're going to face Cincy. I didn't even look at Mike Williams... Of course, they could have used him, but I didn't even look at him in that situation. I looked at him more big. Two to three weeks is the whole playoffs, <laughs> right? Right. So it was more, hey, if you get past Jacksonville, which you're supposed to and you should, it was what what was going to happen after that. Don't forget, it is a Bud Light Reaction Monday right here on 710 ESPN. We're reacting to everything that took, t- took place on Super Wildcard Weekend, including that unbelievable Chargers collapse. We're getting you ready for the Cowboys and Bucks tonight on ESPN. We still got another game to go on yeah. Super Wildcard Weekend. It's, of course, presented by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Must be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. 2023 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. It's All like right. you were enjoying some Bud Light yourself I this didn't. weekend. I had a few. You saw my video. Saw your video. Yeah. Saw the coolers stocked so, up with some Bud see Light. See they're underneath, under the ice. They were on the ice about, I don't know, yeah. six, seven hours you before the guys do, showed up. You know, okay, the video you did, 
solid, cool, hey guys, I know it's raining out, all that stuff. What you should have done a video on, and maybe after this you could say for another time, go through your whole, hey, I'm going to walk you through my cooler step. Go from step one to how many steps are there? Five different steps, yeah, seven different right. steps. You should go through, this is how you properly stock and prepare your cooler. Do it another time. You should be a producer on my Bud Light uh, channel that we're putting together. No, there'll run be, it again. There'll be another one coming up this weekend. Fake right. smile. <laughs> Let's go to Brandon Staley and whether or not he gets fired. Um, there are a million reasons to blow him out, right? Mm -hmm. There there are a million reasons to say, all right, you've had two years, you've shot us in the foot both times, and he doesn't seem to be learning from his mistakes. We all know the reasons to get rid of him. Here's the reason not to get rid okay. of him. Here's Derwin James after the loss. Mm -hmm. Would you understand if Staley wasn't here next year? Would I understand? Why would I understand? Why would he be here? I'm just curious your thought. Oh, okay. Because a lot of people, like on the outside, that's their perception. Like that's the solution. Do you would you agree with that? No, nah, I feel like overall, as a, it's a team effort. Like all three phases of the ball, we gotta we gotta do our part on offense. We gotta do our part, and then we gotta get the stops on defense. We did a great job. We had a great game plan. We just saying we we gotta bring it to life. How close do you think that you guys are to getting over that kind of hump? Real close. All right, so he went on to say that he's our guy. He gets everybody fired up. Justin Herbert said some very similar things. Yep. Like, N I don't know. I, I, He's great. He's yep. got the yep. entire locker room in the palm of his hands. There wasn't, at least nothing that I saw, mm -hmm. there wasn't any, hey, do you think you should, the coach is going to fire where guys go, hey, man, that's not my decision to make. That's the end of the line. When somebody throws in the, hey, you're going to get fired? I don't know what's going to happen next. That's not my job. That's when you know the dude's getting fired. The Charger players kind of stood up for him. And, and had his back, and I think because the Spanises are as cheap as they are, because they don't want to pay a guy to be on his couch and then pay Sean Payton or whoever to coach the team, I think he comes back. Because if they were going to ice him, wouldn't you have done it by now? Okay. And the players seem to have his back. So I guess this is the question then. The question is, do you think he's going to come back? And the question is, should he come back? Yeah. Okay, so do I think he's going to come back? Yes, I do think he's going to be the coach of the Chargers next year. And there are a number of reasons why I think he's going to be the coach of the Chargers next year. But I think if I went and you, we grabbed 10 people that watch the NFL religiously, and I said, hey, I got a question for you. You're Dean Spanos, and you own the, the Los Angeles Chargers. Should Brandon Staley come back, yes or no? And I think if you ask those 10 guys, 10 people, there's probably going to be eight of them that say, Okay, but if Sean Payton's on the other side, am I getting Sean Payton? Mm -hmm. let, let, me, mm -hmm. let me clarify all this for you as best as I possibly can. Um, Dean Spanos left a market where you were the big fish in town. They were the market in San Diego. Yep. You only had two professional teams. They were the market. And on top of them just being the, the big fish, they were the more popular of the two professional teams because no it was the NFL, everything else. You decided we're going two hours north. We're coming up to Los Angeles. There are eight professional teams here in Los Angeles, eight of them. I'm not even counting the Anaheim teams. I'm not even counting USC and UCLA, which are professional teams. There's eight squads, MLS, and you just go through the, sure. the list, okay? You are now a small fish in a big pond. There's a coach that many people are saying is the perfect coach for your organization, is it going to cost some money? Is it going to, I got to pay Staley for two years. I got to give up some draft compensation to go get Sean Payton. Then Sean Payton's going to come in with a big check. And then Sean Payton's going to say, I want these coordinators and you're paying for it as well. 
the right move to make for the Chargers in the big market is I'm going to go get the best that's waiting here in front of me. I want Sean Payton and I want Justin Herbert together. That's the right thing to do. Dean is not going to do that. I don't think so either. I really don't. He's not going to do that. I I just want to throw a wrinkle in there. Let's say that today Denver announces that they've hired Sean Payton. Mm -hmm. Sean Payton's off the board. Or or Sean Payton is saying, you know what, this is not a good fit for me. I'm going to go somewhere else. Do you still fire him? Then if you just get a guy as a Sean Payton is a known commodity, very successful, and would do a very good job. He's a, a proven winning NFL head coach. Let's say he goes somewhere else. Yeah. Do you still fire Staley? Uh if you don't feel like you have a coach that if you don't feel like you have somebody that's ready to come in and take you to the next level, then maybe I do pump the brakes a little bit. But what about the and I'm I'm just if he weren't there, if they just threw the headset on the sideline and did nothing, they'd probably win that game. Yep. So do you need a guy that, okay, this guy, I just have to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. I just need to get rid of him. His decision-making is actively preventing us from going to where we want to go. No, I, listen, I, I, you've heard the term a fireable offense. Saturday was a fireable offense. On in the heels that, of a in, fireable offense last year. In that industry, right, as a coach, as somebody that you feel like, my coach is not taking us over the top. My coach is preventing us from moving forward. Those are fireable offenses. Agreed. If the Sean Payne thing that you just mentioned, of all the coaches, of all the positions out there, and we've even heard rumors about Sean Payton would prefer to be in Southern California. There's sure. it's attractive that Justin Herbert's it's Herbert. there. It's Herbert. It's all of that, yeah. right? And and they have a good team. They got they got players. They got real players that are yes. on that squad. With all that being said, is it kind of not a no brainer, especially in this market that you grab Sean Payton? There's um, there's. McVeigh in the other locker room on the other side. It's a Rams team that you're sharing a home with that already won a Super Bowl. Rent 100%. My bad on (laughs) that. You're not sharing it. No. You're renting renting a room. You're renting a bedroom. You're airbnb a bedroom. You don't even have your own place. You're not even airbnb your own spot. It's I want to share a place. It's one of those weird Airbnbs where the the owner's still in the house. Yes. (laughs) They're upstairs. And it's a communal kitchen. Everyone's using the same kitchen. One bathroom. <laughs> you can share a shower. You can wear your trunks. And it's a no-brainer to say, hey, what if if your goal is I'm here to win. But I got to be honest with you, and this is somebody that- But it's not their goal. That, it's is, not that the, isn't the goal. It's not Dean's yeah, goal. No, it's not. It's not. So that that's why I kind of go back to this is I know what the right thing to do is, but I also know what Dean Spanos is and what he's been in the past- He's not going to go make that move. If he did, I would actually tip my cap to him and say, that is an aggressive move for the L.A. market, and it's the right move. I just don't think he's going to do it. 877-710-ESPN is the phone number. You want to get in and talk about Brandon Staley and the Chargers. Um, we're going to do that coming up next. I, I want to throw this out there, Slee, too, because I'm not saying this is a joke. It's going to sound like I'm joking, and I'm not. Okay. How many assistant coaches are on an average NFL staff 12 15 something a lot right it, it's literally it's way more than a dozen mm-hmm. there's guys all over the place right why not have if why not have a guy and the Ravens could have used one last night mm-hmm. the Dolphins could have used one in Buffalo yesterday and the Chargers sh- certainly needed one I almost said something I shouldn't say certainly should have had one in Jacksonville have a guy whose sole responsibility is to know how to run a clock 
That's it. I don't need you to draw up a play. I don't need you to teach somebody how to block. I don't need you to do anything other than I know when we're not managing the clock correctly and I can intervene in the head coach say, hey, listen, we're doing this wrong. Because at some point in that second half, somebody needed to tell Coach Staley, you do know if you run the ball, the clock keeps running, right? You do know that if we just give it to Austin Eckler, even if he doesn't gain any yards, tick, the clock tick, keeps running. Tick. We can walk back to the huddle. Mm-hmm. We can huddle up. We can walk back to the line of scrimmage. And then we can stand there for 25 yeah. more seconds because I, I'm not even, like I said, I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. I think you get so sped up and so in the moment where you think, okay, we're going to run this play, to not say, just listen, we're not even necessarily trying to beat Jacksonville. We just need that clock. to. What, what do we do to just make that clock run? And I'm not saying that you go into prevent defense. I'm saying give the ball to Eckler more than seven times in the second half. He had zero yards. Trev, He's a really good player. He panicked. That's a panic coach on the other side. So line. why not have that guy there? Hey, Brandon, we're 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 tricking this off right here, right? Run the ball. We're doing the clock wrong. You're you're you've used yep. have all the metrics. We should have used nine minutes here. Mm-hmm. We used a minute and a half. But can I? What can are we I, doing here? But do you need a coach? You need to hire a coach to tell you that. That is such common sense. It, it the is. fact that you obviously and it's I, not. But but that's, obviously it's not. Okay, then, it had three. Then, we had five games. Three coaches screwed this up this weekend. Mm. Three of them. Staley screwed it up, Harbaugh screwed it up, and McDaniel screwed it up. I think all of them different circumstances. Yes. But the Chargers, that's the circumstance by far the most where you're like, that's the most common sense thing that I've seen. The Chargers was the most egregious of Mm -hmm. the three, and it was the most inexplicable of the three. John Harbaugh's been around a long time. He won the Super Bowl. He's a good coach. They couldn't have worked that clock any worse at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. You look at Mike McDaniel is a rookie coach. He had a you know fourth string quarterback or whatever it is. Sure, that one makes a little sense. But hey, we got to pick this up a little bit. There was a whole bunch of clock mismanagement. Have a guy just hey, we're doing this wrong. This is where you call timeout. This is where you run the ball. Just and somebody there that has no responsibilities other than to manage the clock. Chargers win that game if they have that coach on the staff. You know, they, they absolutely win that game. All right, your phone call is coming up next, 877-710-ESPN. A lot of other great games this weekend as yeah, well. Still got one more to go, too. Yeah. Tom Brady tonight. It's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. People need to get on it. You know, I like to give them credit, Al, when they do a good job for Astley. Kind of, I think it's a little football hangover, perhaps. Uh, not nearly as many Astleys, as many good Astleys as I would like. So Let's get to work here, Step guys. up your game, folks. By the way, uh, MT Wednesday. 
talked oh, to Michael perfect. on uh-huh. what, uh, yesterday. Told Great. him ask MT. He's like, what time? Like Wednesday, ten forty-five. I'm like, I'll I'll text you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you I'll better text make you, tomorrow. you better make sure that he's ready to go. Um, we got to talk about the Lakers too and how that one ended last night. Yeah. that was a few few things going on at that one. We have three hours and 12 didn't minutes. call a timeout. LeBron didn't touch it. May or may not have been a foul. And then Embiid is just he's hilarious. Lord. Generally speaking, <laughs> Embiid is hilarious. He's hilarious. Oh. He's great at trolling people. Own. It's it's great. He's fantastic. Let's go to Westlake Village and go to Chris first. Chris, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on, Chris? Hey, guys. Uh, really uh, enjoy the show. Uh, the writing was on the wall for Brandon Staley from Week 18 when he played all his starters. Mike Williams got hurt. Lee, you were absolutely right. They needed him in the fourth quarter. His aggressive nature, if it was a standalone offense, whether it's going for fourth downs last year to uh, now uh, running the clock and throwing the ball and not running down the clock, the only reason I watched the end of that game when it was 27-14 was to see if they fired him in-game and there was a cardboard cutout of Sean Payton <laughs> coaching the team. Yeah, here's the one problem with that, Chris, and we appreciate you calling in. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. The problem is you have to pay the other coach, and yeah. you have to pay him really good money. And you want to know what probably comes with paying him really good money? You have a winning franchise. You have you, you actually have a squad that you can look at and say, our coach is going to help us get over the hump, not not prevent us from doing it. And that's obviously what Staley was doing. Can I hit on one thing? And I just want to make sure that we remember this. You were reading off some of those quotes. And they're, you're right, Brandon Staley, or I'm sorry, Derwin James, Justin Herbert, you're reading off some of the quotes about yeah. Staley. They like him. They support him. So I think... I think sometimes you could be at fault with how you feel about somebody. Um, it's not that they don't like him. It's not that they don't respect him. It's not that they don't want to win with, uh, win for him. But trust me, when you sit back and the dust settles, I think these players are going to say to themselves, at, a week goes by, a couple weeks, go, a couple months goes by, Are we? did we not get in the playoffs because of him or is it just something specific on us? Remember that game, Keenan Allen was out. Mm-hmm. And he sends a tweet in the middle of the game. Yep. And the tweet is, what the are we doing? And then he had to take it down. And then he, you know, Staley has come in and say, yeah, you know, we had a conversation. It was just a little miscommunication. No, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. He thought you were a dumbass in that situation. And he was speaking in the moment. I wonder if these players, again, I'm not saying they don't support Brandon Staley. What I'm saying is there's got to be something in the back of your mind saying, is this is all the stuff that people are saying is this guy actually preventing us from moving forward? I think he is. I don't think there's any argument that he's not. You know, I, I don't think that there is a compelling case to be made that Brandon Staley is helping the Chargers overachieve where they are. Yeah. Right? Like, for instance, when Sean McVay showed up for the Rams, the Rams were bad. They got good almost immediately. Let's look at Brian Dable with the Giants. The Giants were a bad team last year. They were expected to be a bad team this year. They're really good. Brian Dable obviously was a difference maker right there. Jacksonville had the first pick in the draft last year because Urban Meyer was that bad at his job. Doug Peterson comes in and has them into the divisional round, and they keep playing. He's a difference maker. How about that, dude? Brandon Staley is not. Yeah. The, the, these pieces were in place. Is he the worst guy? And, and here, here's another thing. It's a little bit of, a, of an offshoot. 
Some guys are coordinator guys. Some guys are what are called darkroom guys. They sit there in the middle of the night with their little laser pointer going over the plays. Oh, oh this here's an opportunity. We're going to do that. And then there's the guy that's the CEO of the team that knows how to run the whole mm. picture. Mm. It's not the same guy. Sometimes it is, but mm-hmm. not always. He could be one of those guys. What you're saying could be true, that once the emotion of, hey, I got my coaches back, wears off, and they're like, we, we were ahead to 27 Is to Jacksonville really still playing did, this week? Did, we, we really did blow a 27-point lead in 32 minutes. We only ran the ball eight times. Austin Eckler had Really? That We had a 5-0 turnover, and we didn't win the game, and nothing, the craziest part about all of this, nothing weird happened. Nobody, the quarterback didn't get hurt. Bro, he didn't start so throwing true. a bunch of interceptions. That's so true. They didn't have a bunch of returns for touch. Nothing weird happened. They just choked. There wasn't a punt recovery no. fumble that went for a touchdown. There wasn't it, Herbert getting hit, the ball comes out, and somebody takes that. it 70 yards. That didn't happen. None of that, and it's just another option in the game of, is this the worst charger loss in history? It's a good pick. Marlon McCree's pretty good pick. This is right up there with it. Are we doing that right now? We'll, we'll get to it. I want to take another phone call just because I don't want I don't want to tear off the, the San Diego scab for you. I want to stay on the L.A. Okay, scab. Okay, but I want you to know, as you do do that, those are whatever highlights you play of previous debacles in San Diego, uh-huh. those are ours in San Diego. <laughs> those do not, those are not allowed to come up here to L.A. It you already just, took the damn team out of San Diego. It could be the Spanos Diego. DNA. It might be a Spanos thing that they could move him to Tulsa. No, he's a loser. Tulsa. He's a loser. <laughs> So hold on, Spanos is a who'd you call? Oh, you called Trevor Lawrence ugly. That's what it well, was. Trevor Lawrence was ugly. <laughs> is and, and he didn't change. No, he changed a little bit. <laughs> he looked a little more yeah, after, you that after that win. win. I'm like, I'm moving actually. To, I bought real estate in Duval. Is that the, is that, <laughs> Duval County. Yeah. Is that the county? Let's try another call here. Let's go to Lamita and Sean. Sean, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? Hey guys, uh, <laughs> devastating loss for me. I'm either Charger fans. 79 and is it all on Brandon Staley? Well, 98% of it, but there were there were some injuries there when when Mike Davis to shut down corner, who had shut down Tariq Hill and Cordell Stewart and other great receivers, he went down. And all of a sudden there was uh, Christian Kirk catching passes. Christian Kirk had not been seen until Davis got hurt. And then Jamari Salier, the backup left tackle who was doing a phenomenal job, he gets hurt. And now Herbert can't throw the ball because he has no time. Sean, twenty-seven, nothing. Sean, Sean, twenty-seven, nothing. I know. And five, and and five, and five turnovers to nothing. If 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 ninety-eight percent, yeah. If that left tackle went out and I came in, I know that it's twenty-seven to nothing. (laughs) Run the ball. Run, right. run, run the ball. Give it to look, Sean. You know who you sound like, and I'm, I'm I'm thank you for the call. I appreciate it. you. Sound like me. You sound like me talking about the yeah, but if this this it no no there there are just problems. UCLA. Sometimes. This is this is what this was. Yeah, you had some things. This was not a Justin Herbert is out for the game. Austin Eckler's out for the game. Bosa's out for the. It was yeah. It you you gagged. It, choked. You did. You it choked. choked. And That's and it. mostly because your head coach couldn't stop it from happening. Mm-hmm. And, and really, the worst part, and I don't even want to say couldn't stop it. Didn't try to stop it. Just let it happen. Just continued to throw the ball. You know what to do. He didn't know what to he didn't do. Know what to do. Your kick, and by the way, this is wasn't the end of the game, but the Chargers seemingly had their kicker finally figured out he missed a kick that would have. Now suddenly, now I got to get a touchdown. You had your player Joey Bosa get hurt in that moment, mm-hmm. or not get hurt, get that penalty, which made them go, "Okay, look, we can win if we get this too. We got a chance to win the game with a field goal." Can I ask you a question on the Bosa penalty? 
Yeah, the Bosa penalty, which, by the way, um, not enough, I think, is being talked about Bosa losing it the way he did, slamming his helmet down, do it again, whatever. Okay, is what it is. But when Doug Peterson decides, and I don't know if this is just a regular theme all around, you're down, you Four. get the extra point, you're down three. Right, 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 right. Is it just me or are 98% of the coaches, even after that penalty, saying, well, we're just going to get the extra point, we're down three, and I this think, thing's going to OT? I think from the one-yard line, which is where they are, instead of like the two-and-a-half where you have to typically run it from, from the one-yard line yeah. with a quarterback that's six foot six and can mm-hmm. literally just reach over the line, mm-hmm. I, I think it's one of those, we have to take this chance. So you weren't surprised that they, that they did that? A little bit. A little bit, but yeah. not, not to the point where, what are they doing? Because yep. if you miss it... You There's enough momentum. You got to go score a touchdown. But it was, I, it was, it was just, bold. It Don't was bold. It was okay. bold. He had that. Sure. He had that play was bold. And then the there's of ten. What's the Etienne, that? The Etienne run on the outside. But yes. they're third and one. Decide to throw. And I'm like, uh, Doug Peterson. I I get it. I understand it. You feel good about everything. But now you're for the game's going to end right here. <laughs> And then the run around, I, just amazing. I wanted him to do the Philly special. I wanted it so bad to do the <laughs> Philly special at one point in time with Trevor Lawrence. I think that having those two coaches on the field at the same time is a great explanation Ooh. and differentiator between what is being aggressive and what's being reckless. Brandon Staley is reckless. Yep. Doug Peterson is aggressive. Because there's a time where being aggressive, go for two from the one-yard line, makes a lot of sense. Never running the ball in the second half with a 900-point lead is reckless. I'm, I'm not kidding. If you had your TV turned all the way down and you were just watching and you see when they pan to Doug Peterson and they pan to Brandon Staley, one side looks like what's in the office where uh, where they're running around, they got the fire drill or whatever's <laughs> going on. That's what one sideline looked like. The other one looked like just straight zen, yeah. that he was just sitting there meditating in a calm state of mind. Trevor Lawrence threw four interceptions in the first half and won the game. Okay? They threw four interceptions yeah. Trevor Lawrence and won the game. went up my rankings for good looking. Dude, he's fun to watch. Yeah, he is fun <laughs> to watch. And by the way, not a ton of fear in that guy's eyes. Mm-hmm. It was really exciting to see one of those court. Oh, well, this is interesting. And then, of course, we got to talk about Brock Purdy, too, because the Niners might win the Super Bowl. And they have three starting quarterbacks on their roster. That's a weird problem and a good problem to have. That's coming up, but not before. Ask Slee. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, 877-710-ESPN is the phone number if you want to get in and do an on-the-phone Ask Slee. We'll do that in a second. I got my uh, my tweets at Travis Rogers, at Alan Slee as well. Crypto Ray very quickly has a tweet that says, Doug Peterson's speech after being down 27 to nothing. Don't worry, they're the Chargers. Now, it was 27 to 7 at the half, but yes, your point is well taken uh, along the way. All right, Francis, bat and lead off here, Al. Okay. Why do people pronounce the Jaguars Jaguars? Hashtag asks Lee. Well, there's a lot of reasons, and I don't know where to start. What I'm hoping for is they start changing the spelling of the name as well to J A G 
W I R E S. Right. It should be jaguars. But it's not. That's not what that's, the animal's that's, called. But that's incorrect. <laughs> it's not after the animal, even though that's their logo. It should be like the British version, like jaguar. <laughs> well, it's a jaguar. It's not a jaguar. <laughs> Love the. That's why I just go jags. Just go jags. Make it simple. Jags Nation, make it simple. I remember this was a long time ago. Shoot, mm-hmm. it must be. It could be twenty years ago because Keith Olbermann, when he was doing Sports Center, did an entire like two minutes on why people pronounce it wrong and had it spelled. It was <laughs> really, terrific. Really? <laughs> it was just a terrific thing. Yes, people, Jaguars, U A R, not W I R E. Let's do better. Jaguars. <laughs> I know you like Jaguars. Ivan and Monrovia. So sleep. What's worse, okay. being behind the person in the parking garage who doesn't know how to pay and holding up the line, or going through the drive-through and dropping your food upon receiving it? Okay, so we actually run into this frequently. When you come to LA Live, we all, if it's the first time you've been to LA Live and you're parking in the parking garage below us, um, we are parking in that garage every single day. So there are a lot of people who maybe are going to Yard House or they're going to an event, whatever the case is. They don't know where to go. And we have pulled into this garage 1,887 times and continuing to count. Uh, To me, it's very frustrating. They don't know where to pull the ticket from. They're too far away from it. They got to open their door a little bit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now they're asking the attendant a question. The, 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 when they put it in park, you're like, yep. oh boy, we're going to be here for oh, a while. Oh, we're going to be here for a while. <laughs> they're asking the attendant a question. Hit the button. And the thing is up. <laughs> the thing is up, but they're still asking the attendant a question. And then once they get in and then you go, because we got our card, we get in real quick. <laughs> now they don't know where to park. They don't know where to go. Some of the spots are reserved. It's Herbalife. It's this. That to me is very frustrating. I know it's something stupid to complain about, but yes, I will take that over dropping my food. I've never dropped my food getting it through the drive-thru. Now that means I'm going to drop it the next time I get it, but I've never never really experienced that problem. As a drive-thru worker, at one point in time, it's happened where they have dropped it several times. Yeah? It's just like they've been like, they're too far away and I have to like lean really far out and then like, they've dropped it and then all we do is just we make them a new one. Like it's kind of... Pull around to the side, park over there, we'll bring you a new bag. Go to Wendy's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's Chick-fil-A. We need it to be efficient. That's okay. right. You got to uh, tell people they have a nice day. I have one for you, Alan. Okay. So, uh, What one, is your name and where are you from? There are two. Uh, this is Emily from Koreatown. She says, uh, one, why didn't you send me the steak picture? Because I was equally as invested yeah. in the steak picture and Travis got it and I didn't. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Wasn't that confident about it, you know? So I felt <laughs> like like Travis was almost like a dad in that moment. <laughs> Where I, I had a nice some, response. I did, did have a. You yeah. actually were very. Um, you were kind of forward thinking on this. Like, okay, hey, hey, you know, you missed that shot. Yeah. That's fine. Get that elbow. Get in. another one. Get that elbow in. And it's shot. not that you wouldn't have done that. Yeah. I just felt uh, I didn't need a group at that moment. <laughs> I needed like one person. <laughs> exactly. You need a yeah, one-on-one session, I, not a group session. I ended up not doing it on Friday night. I did it on Saturday, middle of the afternoon. Football was starting, so it was actually a perfect time to do it. All right, and I have one last one. So okay. I saw a movie over the weekend on Friday. It's called Megan, and I think that we have talked about it before. It's like the doll that comes to life, and she's a robot doll. Okay. When are you going to see this movie? Because you need to see this movie. This okay, movie no, made for you. No joke. I want to see Babylon first. No, you don't. You want to see Megan first. You want to see Megan Three first. Hours You're, you love it's. It's ninety minutes. It's perfect. It's short. It's hilarious. <laughs> I don't mind three-hour movies as long as it's <laughs> good. Just have it be good. I'll sit there. And this is this is literally this humor 
everything about it is made for you. It's like it's like a funny thriller. Okay. So when are you gonna go see see it? it. I I don't know, but I will go see it soon. I'll make it the next movie I see after Babylon. (laughs) All right, next one. It's from Cap from Whittier says, Would you rather get tased by a police officer or get hit on the blind side from Aaron Donald? Tased by a police officer. I think so. Yeah, I think so. We'll Aaron Donald. Doing that. Yeah, the, the tasing I'm I'm think has you know it has its purpose. Yeah, I can't move for you know a good ten seconds or so, but after that, there's a lawsuit coming to the LAPD. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. So I'm gonna go with the the tase. With like guys get tased. I don't. It's not like it happens every day, but you'll even see like the police officers they. When they yeah, go you get a train, parking ticket, you, you get tased. You get tased, and they seem to be. It looks terrible. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Not looking to get tased. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald, you may that may be the last thing that, that ever happens to you. That could be it. <laughs> That's it. He's pretty big, no and pads, fast, no and strong, and, and aggressive. And mm-hmm. I don't think I need any part of that. Uh, G Fish Twenty One Slee. When was the last time you had a Twinkie or Hostess cupcake? Uh, long enough to where I don't remember. Um, it's been that long, so it's got to be. At least ten years. If you told me to pick between the two, that's actually tough because they both are really good. I they would are. go Twinkie over the Hostess. So I had a Twinkie this weekend. I had not had. <laughs> I have not had a Twinkie. No in, one believes you. I, I, so it's been to your point. I don't remember the last time yeah. I had one. I'm sure it's been less than ten years, but mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you when I had it. Buddy of mine brings over a box of Hostess cupcakes and Twinkies. Might be named G-Fish 21. May not be. We'll see. <laughs> and he comes to the door like, what the hell are you doing with these? He brings them. I'm just selling. They were gone. <laughs> we had a couple guys. They were, the box of both of these, there's only yeah. one or two left of each. They I were will, terrific. I will tell you, that's an easy one where I'm not going out of my way to buy it. But if it's chilling right there, I'm probably going to have one. I think I'm going Twinkie first. More just like so I could feel like I'm six years old again. I had two Twinkies. Had two of them. <laughs> but the second you didn't one do was one just and one? Nah, the Twinkie was too good. I had to go again. Had to go again. I couldn't risk going back. Don't expire, do they? Never. And they're all natural, hundred <laughs> percent organic, and no preservatives. <laughs> so why weren't we invited to this like Twinkie don't, fest? Don't, don't worry Come about on. that, Emily. It's like it was raining. I didn't want you guys to have to make a trip oh, down. Sure. It was a lot. Hey, going let me tell you on. something. I love the guy. I don't think we're getting an invite. <laughs> I have. I have accepted. Going, yeah. I have hey, accepted look, the was, non-invitation. It was impromptu. There was, you know, it's just one oh, of these sure things that kind of came together at the last minute. One more. Shane Rosa writes. Uh, any quarterback's hair in the NFL, who would you take? Any quarterback's Easy. hair. Easy. Trevor Lawrence, obviously. No, not for me. Hmm. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger back in the day was just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good-looking dude. Oh, my God. Well, you don't have to take his face. It's just his hair. How's Garoppolo's hair? That's the answer. It's perfect. But, but is it is it perfect, or is yes. it just because he's so no, good-looking that he could have perfect. any hairstyle? It's perfect. Yeah, it's like yeah. a little salt and pepper, but not yeah. too much. It's yeah. very, it's very good looking. It's J- Jimmy G. Garoppolo. <laughs> Jimmy G. Why do you think there was a line of Golden State Warrior dancers just wanting to say hello to him? It's not because his hair was bad. That that to me wasn't even the impressive part. It was Christian McCaffrey. I didn't care, I didn't care at all. Who's a looks like a really good looking dude? Not when you're standing next to him. Got zero attention from the ladies. So it's taken. I have a buddy. We know you and I occasionally do some TV stuff and pop. He goes, he goes. Did you have it written in your contract somewhere where every time you go on TV, everyone else has to be uglier than you? <laughs> because because <laughs> you're not a good looking guy until you stand next to those guys. 
And I'd like maybe that that's McCaffrey in the reverse. Like McCaffrey's a good looking guy, but not when you're standing next to Garoppolo. Jeez. Not when you're standing All right, next I guess to Garoppolo. I go- I mean, the Trevor Lawrence thing is interesting, too. He's just got so much hair. All right. I have lots of questions about your steak. Your We're going to get to the uh, steak, Al's steak along the uh, the weekend, because I think you're close. You're closer than you think. That's coming i got to walk you through the whole That's thing. Up. 